around the world right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com. Hello, 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 and we are back. This is Lori H. Schwartz, and we are broadcasting live on voiceamerica.com at the Insights Innovation Exchange, a very large, prominent conference about insights and market research here in Atlanta today. And I'm about to jump into a great discussion with Scott Miller, who is the CEO and also a board member of Vision Critical, which is a company that really has a fantastic customer intelligence platform um, on marketing research. So, Scott, tell us more more about Vision Critical, because I, I know I'm not doing it justice. Oh, um, th- so tell, tell us and tell us about your role at Vision Critical. Happy to do so, and thanks very much for having us. Uh, Vision Critical provides a cloud-based customer intelligence platform. It enables companies to build large communities of their customers or their stakeholders for the purposes of creating a continuous, authentic conversation with them. And it really is kind of displacing the conventional ad hoc research methodology, and even to a degree, the kind of event-triggered spam surveys that you might get on a regular basis that pretty much no one's filling out anymore. And uh, uh, the company's been around 16 years. And initially, call it right in the early in the early days, the take-up wasn't that great. I think it was just a little bit too um, uh, disruptive, if you will. I wasn't there at the time, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, the concept was really founded then and has really started to accelerate since social media started enabling people to have conversations about companies without the companies controlling it. So once we were all all of a sudden able to tweet and Facebook and things like that about companies, they realized they needed to find a different way to create a conversation, not simply a transactional survey relationship with with customers um, and prospects, but actually to join the conversation and to start to try and manage it so that they could extract intelligence from that way, if you will. And that really, call it late, um, last decade, 2008 or so, uh, adoption really started to pick up. Now we have uh, about 750, 800 uh, communities around the world. Some of them are very large. They're in the hundreds of thousands of of members and frequently integrated with a CRM database or other types of um, uh, big data ecosystems that you might find so that companies can build the communities, engage with them, and then send that information back in to the other uh, platforms that they use to make decisions with. Well, so so customers like me, like I'm, say, a fan of dry bar to yeah. get, you know, uh, blow dries on the fly, um, because those of us who are in radio need to have <laughs> blow dry. <laughs> well, you wear the headset all <laughs> That's day, right, for heaven's sake. That's right, But um, in order to, you, you actually solicit information from me, regular person, about a brand I love in this environment. Pick a brand. Interestingly, um, some people might consider them fans. The truth of the matter is you're passionate about that brand. Yes. You're not necessarily a, a flag waver. You might be frustrated with certain things, right? Actually, yes. a lot of our customers find out that people are more critical of their products and their ideas when they are part of this community because they're kind of accountable for their opinions. But to get back to your question, so yes, so that company may want to send, every time you have a blow dryer or whatever, may want to send you um, a survey, but you're too busy for that. What if they engaged you as an advisor and said, look, you're, you're one of our customers that uses our service or products on a regular basis. Can we engage you in a two-way conversation? Here's what they're going to do. They're going to ask you questions about different business problems they have, and then they're going to send you information back that informs you about things that matter to you that are in that general space as well. So if you're curious about different techniques being used, different hairstyles, whatever it might be, 
Um, this is a great way for you to actually get content and access back, and you get it in a privileged manner because you're part of the special advisory community. Right. So you've you've made me an influencer, and you're rewarding me. Yes, so exactly. there's there's a reason for me to participate, and we love that because I love you know talking about brands I love. So you've operationalized that. Yes, and and if you think about it, the survey response rates continue to go down. I listened to um, a senior person at Pew Center talk last week, and they are continuing to go down. People are busy. People are really busy, and unless there's really something in it for them, uh, they're not going to participate. In the old days of you know gift cards and even cash incentives really aren't working anymore because our time is so valuable. Mm. And so really the, the next generation of an incentive is more of an intrinsic incentive, proving that we matter to these brands um, and that we get some sort of intelligence out of the participation process as well. And so it's this two-way exchange that makes the conversation authentic. It's not transactional. It's not, hey, if you have time, fill this out. It's more about if you fill it out, you're going to get val- genuine value out of doing so. And again, it's not just surveys anymore. Obviously, is one of the reasons we're here is the techniques for engagement of, of um, participants, of customers, of prospects is really getting rather exciting and advanced. Yeah. And so um, we are, the platform enables you to weave all of those capabilities into, um, again, into the, uh, the information flow that you have. Uh, so interesting. So what are you doing at the conference today? Are you speaking about Vision Critical? You know, what, what, I know you come here every year. Tell us about yeah, what, what you're we've doing. We've been a sponsor of the conference since it was much smaller than it is now. Yeah. And, and the reason we're so passionate about it is it really draws out um, the call it the upstart innovation. I mean, there's a lot of mature, substantial companies here, but there's also a lot of great ideas, people with great capabilities, technologies that are looking to kind of get discovered, to find business partnerships so they can scale their solutions. And that was the thing I discovered years ago. We actually sponsor the innovation competition. We're a sponsor. I'm here to judge. And selfishly, I'm here to see what hot new capabilities are being developed that we might be able to partner with um, at Vision Critical in order to continue to build out our platform and deliver more uh, of the capabilities that our customers are interested in using with their communities. So for you, it's a great way to meet new companies doing innovative things in this space and see if you'll partner with them and leverage them in your larger platform. And they're all looking for folks like you that are already established to, to leverage them. So it's startups yes. in marketing insights and research. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, those are... you'll. I know a lot of folks have been in the industry a long time, so there's a great chance to reconnect and understand what's going on. But uh, it's just selfish. This is entirely economic. <laughs> I will pretend that I'm interested in all the, the song and dance and the flair and the entertainment. The truth of the matter is mm-hmm. it's economic. We are looking for the basically next generation of great capabilities that plug into the insights function in the, in the ecosystem. And as, as you know, and the reason why you're here is the insights ecosystem has exploded. And in some respects, it's it's under constant threat from other types of ecosystems that are out right, there. Right, everything is spilling into each other because everything it. is cloud-based and grabbing data and everyone's trying to understand it. And yes. so, so all these different worlds are colliding now. Um, yes. But you guys are sitting on top of a heritage of analyzing data. So, And that's, that's important. I, I know a lot of social media folks are trying to interpret that. But you are coming from it from this more traditional background, which kind of makes sense. Yeah, I think we're we're from the the spirit of listening to people and to try and figure out how to help companies leverage what those people's opinions are in order to make better business decisions. That's our traditional heritage, if you will. What's different is that by plugging into these other ecosystems, our engagements are typically shorter and shorter. 
they are also based on memory. And what that means is whatever somebody has told you in the past, in order to have a genuine conversation with somebody, you have to actually leverage that in order to have the next conversation. But our, uh, call it the survey research ecosystem, really doesn't enable that. The economics around it are hit people as many times as you can with right, a survey. Right, right, and, right. and if they don't answer, just hit them with the same damn one or try it a different way. And that's not going to work anymore. It doesn't work anymore, right. Mm-hmm. And so what you really want to do or what we're encouraging with our platform is to leverage what people have told you along the way and use that to then have the next conversation, the next point of contact, if you will. I'm just curious, just because I sit in Los Angeles and a lot of my colleagues and clients are in the entertainment industry, is, is that is that category coming to you as well? Our largest sector, uh, our largest and fastest growing. We have, I think, about a, between 150 and 175 unique communities with the largest media and entertainment brands in the world. And I think the reason why our platform is particularly hot for them is they have to make decisions so quickly. I mean, in your business, something happens at this conference that's a breaking story. You've got it. You're going to want to be on top of it, right? Mm-hmm. And so, as a result, what if it happened and you wanted to test the way you were telling the story with a group of people that listen to uh, listen to the radio the, the radio shows that you do? How do you get a hold of them in only a few hours to still be able to test the ideas, the hypotheses that you want to take to market, and still get some sort of feedback from them? You can't do it with a uh, in a traditional manner. And so, the media um, industry, the entertainment industry in particular, is is engaging with their communities. Mm-hmm. In basically on an hourly basis. I they, mean, they really are. I mean, I, I know that, that when you're a fan, you're a fan. Yeah. You know, just like I was saying about um, earlier, we were talking to an, another colleague about neuroscience, and I was saying how I love Drybar as mm-hmm. a brand, and I would talk about that for days. I, I mean, I often do. <laughs> <laughs> as women love to talk about certain things, but yep. uh, but um, anything that you're an enthusiast about, you, you'd like to talk about. And I think I do think that's the, the, the nuance there is, because you're an enthusiast of it, it doesn't mean you're, we use the word fan, and the, and the the kind of the social media world loves the word fan. I actually don't like that word because mm. I think you're more critical of Drybar's ideas than others would be because you know the you know the offer, you use it, um, you want it to get better, and mm. so as a result, you've got ideas about how to make it better. You got things you don't like, and you got things you do like, which is and really so valuable. If you are yeah. exactly, if you're genuine, if you're authentic about your engagement with that brand, you're going to give them as much critical feedback as you are, you know, flag waving compliments about things they're doing, and I think. The the other thing that's interesting is our space has moved from anonymity mm-hmm. to people wanting credit for their ideas and the things that they do. And right, wanting status. credit, wanting yeah. status. Social media has done this. Right. But when you think about it in that perspective, you actually now you're on record as providing information. So you're going to take a little bit more time. And be a little bit more authentic in your responses right, and in your right, engagement it because it's your name. Right, exactly. Right, right. I like that. And it's, it's amazing. Again, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the research science world said people won't be honest with you unless, unless they're anon- uh, anonymous, right? Unless you give them their That's anonymity. That's not true anymore. Not true anymore. We want credit for it. Hey, right. I'm working hard to give you my opinions. Darn it. I've got my own brand. Mm. I'm my own little kind of uh, information ecosystem itself. I'm broadcasting points of view. I'm digesting content, etc. You know what? I want credit for the things that I'm the things I'm saying and the things that I'm doing. God, that is so interesting. Now, Scott, where can we learn more about Vision Critical and what you're doing? Are you blogging? Are you tweeting? What, you know, where can we? We've got a pretty good social media activity. Our marketing department is pretty active. I think our best site we put um, 
probably got about now 40 or so customer stories on our website, visioncritical.com. And you can actually go in and see videos that the customers have done about how they're engaging customers. And the one thing I'm proud about, about our, um, if you look at, uh, if you follow us, um, uh, and if you look at some of our social media and, and you even look at our, our webinars, we're not really broadcasting, hey, it's all about vision critical. It's all about vision critical. We're, we're trying to broadcast the message right, um, right. The that the world has changed right. and that we need to focus on authentic conversations with people. And that's where we ought to be. And that's one. The second thing is we shouldn't be competing with other sources of information. We should be looking to enhance, to augment them, to take the conversation from where they are and go further. No one is going to convince a CEO or a CMO that market research data collection is going to be more accurate than you know millions of transactional records. But what you can do is say there's a lot of things you don't know about those transactional right, right. records, that behavioral data. Engage with those people. Take the intelligence, the learning to the next level. And that's that collaborative model, that almost that sharing economy from a data perspective, I think is the biggest trend that we're trying to to basically to you know to market and communicate because we think it's here to stay mm-hmm. and we think it's if we don't get on board it's a threat to the industry if we do get on board it potentially gives the industry a great opportunity to grow and add a whole new Gosh. dimension of value um you have made this so interesting to me i just want to hang out with you <laughs> oh s- stop it You're, you have to say that because we're we're in it we're uh, we're talking online no but- it's really interesting what you're talking about and um and i think it's it's operationalized what has been so fuzzy for so long yes and, and especially coming from digital strategy social media and all these things that have been so fuzzy for so long you're actually making it all authentic by by putting yes. it in an operationalized platform and, and i love also that you're constantly looking out for new startups because i think that's how companies stay alive you i'm know. very proud of some of the startups that have actually received the awards that we've put out there some of the the engagement we've had them unfortunately in a couple of cases i can't afford them anymore at one right. point we would have said well let's acquire them or something right, like right. that now they're too successful right but again that's a great but problem you have a, no- have a nose for what might, might might be successful that's why you're a good person to have around well scott miller from vision critical thank you so much thank for you very much chatting Heather. live on voiceamerica.com here at thanks iiex we love it thank thanks, you so much thanks very much for having us <laughs> around the world right from your desktop voiceamerica.com get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech media and entertainment join laurie h schwartz well-known technology catalyst comedian and geek girl as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends consumer behaviors and its impact on hollywood if you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel.